So I'm really excited about our show this time because uh, I'm bringing an old buddy mm-hmm. that's kind of came back into my life with a special project, and yeah. it's from back in the back in the day when I used to do some stand up. Long time ago. What? No, not yep. that long Way ago. Back. Pretty long. <laughs> not that. I don't want to date us. I don't want to make us seem really old. So. <laughs> This is John Fennell. He's, he's uh, like I said, an old friend of mine that uh, we, we did some stand-up back in the day. And we, we had a good time back then. You remember? Oh, man. That seemed to be like the golden days of stand-up comedy. It just felt that way, you know? Yeah, I think... I, it- remember, I remember some Saturday nights there at the club. And, you know, they had the room outside the showroom. And it would just be packed and people would dress up in nice clothes. You know, it wasn't like going to the bus station or something or or everybody in jeans and ratty clothes. I mean, it was a big event to people. Hmm. And I remember people going in there and it just, there was, there seemed to be an elegance about it sometimes. Yeah. uh, I think it it just. Was it that way when you? Yeah. Not only that, but um, for the comedy club, the thing that I enjoyed most was that, uh, you know, it's kind of a, how, how times change. And what uh, what technology has done to different things was mm-hmm. we worked with some big name comedians. Really? And oh, lot, yeah. A lot yeah. of – everybody that was huge was coming through town. Are you going to name drop? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, like Louis Black. I, you know, I never uh-huh. – I don't know if you ever worked with Louis Black. I never actually worked with him. Mm-hmm. But I just happened to, to be dropped by the club one night he, uh, several times he was working. And he was so generous with his time. And we just stood at the bar and talked for a long time. And he he kind of talked about, you know, the evolution of his style. And uh, it was so interesting watching him because he would completely turn his back on the audience and be facing that. Yeah. That uh, kind of corrugated metal thing. And he would could turn around and just leer back at the audience, and the whole room would just erupt. <laughs> it was just crazy. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, it was great because we did. I mean, we they're not necessarily to name drop, but, mm-hmm. um, right. you know, like I, I know I got to work with um, Rodney Carrington. and um, Oh, yeah. And he was great. He was like you say that you know, there were a lot of comedians that would come through there that were pretty famous, mm-hmm. did a lot of movies and things. And you try to talk to them, and they were like, "Yeah, uh, when do they quit serving alcohol?" You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rodney would just blow the roof off the place as well. Yeah, and, uh, and he, would he offer came a lot in of on advice. one of the open mic nights, and I had never played my guitar on stage yet, uh-huh. and I wanted to try it, and I was just really nervous. And, and it was an old guitar that wasn't, it was more like a toy than a real guitar at that time. Right. And, uh, and he said, Hey, can I play your guitar? And he got up there and, uh, and they just kept going and going. And it was on a, I think it was on an open mic night that he had just dropped in. But somehow in that, and then him talking to me afterwards, it just kind of gave me a confidence to maybe, okay, I'm, next time I'm out here, I'm going to really try to get up on stage and play my guitar and see if I can do it without my hand shaking, you know, really bad, you know. Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy, he was, yeah, they were like Carlos Mencia, um, you know, it, he was just, and you couldn't turn off his funny. It was like hmm. always nonstop funny. Um, yeah, um, man, he had some energy. Who else I'm thinking about? I, I can't remember his name right now. It's, you know, it's partly having a grandpa moment. Um, the guy who always acts like he's drinking. Um, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I know. 
He's yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Ron White. <laughs> Ron White. Ron oh, White. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, he, that's wow. Didn't want to be embarrassing. Yeah, I never saw him at the Tulsa Club. Was he? Did he go come through there some? Yeah, he did. He was a lot of fun. He was hmm. he was another funny guy, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and um, oh, I forget the woman from uh, from Saturday Night Live that used to do the handstands all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I was Victoria Jackson. Yes, yeah. she yeah. came. She came to town. She and she brought her kids, and because I had kids, she came over, and her kids played with our kids all weekend, mm-hmm. and we took her so she could do a handstand out in front of uh, the uh, prayer hands. Oh, how That's cool! She really wanted to do. <laughs> cool. That was her big That's thing. Funny. And uh, I didn't really get into stand-up comedian stuff until I met you. Really? Yeah, I didn't really watch anyone. Like I never even saw Richard Pryor or anything like that. And now she's my material. Mm. <laughs> right. And it's Unfortunately. Like, it's like we have to stay together forever, honey, because I'm getting so much material. Oh, look at you me. <laughs> yeah, I could never break up with my wife. I'm like, you know, I can't get rid of all that marriage stuff, you know. Right, yeah. That would kill my act, you know. <laughs> right. But you know, and uh-huh. for you, you continued doing comedy. I didn't I, I did it in different formats, I guess, than what you have, but you continue to tour and do gigs, right? Right, right. And uh, whew, I tell you what, though, with the pandemic, that kind of brought everything oh, yeah. to, uh, mm-hmm. to a halt. In fact, I did something last week, uh, a private event. But before that, my last gig was December of 2019. Mm-hmm. So all 2020, uh, I had, uh, you know, I was just sitting at home and, you know, work uh, same same as you. I was working on a book and everything. And uh, and just trying to go that direction, so it was it was pretty rough. And but, that's why uh, you had time to be an actor in our movie, which. Um, yeah, thank you so much. That was a lot you of know, fun. You did a great like, job. Wow, I got to see people. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I look look at this. There's people out here. You know, I didn't know. Yeah, J- John played the adopted father of um, Michelle Neal, which is in the movie. Hope you'll look for it. Um, it's called The Prayer List, and it should be released. It's under distribution by Bridgestone Multimedia Worldwide and um, should be released at the end of March. Mm-hmm. And um, John did a fabulous job, as all the yeah. actors did, and it was really pretty exciting. And Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And a lot of fun, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully, we'll get to do more together. Um, but Gosh, I hope so. You were, I, I will, you know, uh, you're you're a great director. You really are. And the thing I came away really impressed by was uh, just my audition. And not, I mean, I wasn't impressed by my audition. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. It's like, wow, that was a great audition. Yeah, it no, was, but, John. Everybody was. But I had never had a director, uh, our casting director also, in an audition, take me through the paces that you did because you had me do it one way, then you had me do it another way. I said, and then you said, okay, do it this way, sort of uh, you're mad, but in a soft, clean Eastwood way. Okay, do it now this way, in a in a louder way, and uh, that was a really great experience for me. Well, thanks. Uh, I can't pay you anymore by all these compliments. Endorsements. <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, okay. Well, well you know, no, but 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 I, I mean that sincerely, and. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it's great. And then on the set, you know, you just you just had a nice way about a nice temperament and a nice way about how you did things. And then mm-hmm. 
if something had needed to be changed or, or like something technically you needed to make adjustments, you just had a really uh, nice manner on set, which then I think affects the whole room and, and how people are doing stuff. I remember, you know, you sent the role offer and it was actually for a different role than what I had auditioned for. Mm-hmm. And I, I got the offer and I, and I turned to my wife and I'm like, I didn't get the thing, you know, I went out for, I got this other thing. And, uh, and, and she says, well, let me see. Cause I'm like, well, I probably, I don't even know if I have any lines or not. <laughs> and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she looks at it. She goes, you goof. Your scene you went out for was like one scene, and they gave you a part that has like three scenes in it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Funny. Yeah, I was going to say you got the better role, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you gave me the you gave me the you gave me the better part. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, so I was excited about that, and excited about, that I got to do things that with contrasting emotions and the different scenes, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And it was kind well, thank of thank you so much because we got to catch up then, and we as we you know we were talking about our comedy days and our stand up days, and if you go look up some of the comedians we talked about, you'd realize that uh, in the Y two K show that that was twenty years ago when we wow. were yeah it's true wow, a long right. time ago so that meant that our kids went from little people to grown ups with their own kids mm-hmm. equaling to grandkids mm-hmm. yeah you know. Yep. And when we talk about, you know, so we started talking about our kids. And how old are your kids now? Now they're like 35 and 30. 35 so. and 30. Yeah, so ours, so, ours range. So I we started have out seven. really young. So. <laughs> 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 ours, uh, we, we've got seven kids together. Yeah. Because we've been married oh nine yeah. years in, uh, or nine years in July. And so we have seven kids all together that range from 35 to 25. 25. Yeah. yeah. Four girls, three boys. Four grandkids now. Yep. That's a that's a big Thanksgiving table there. It's very big. Why? Let me tell you. That's a, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. So that's we wonderful. end up with four grandkids. How how did it work for you? On grandkids? Yeah. Well, you know, my sister, she just pesters all her kids about when are you going to give me grandkids? When are you going to have grandkids? <laughs> and she has a bunch of grandkids, but. But then she just needles them, you know. Mm-hmm. So my philosophy is don't even bring it up. Right. So mm-hmm. so I haven't brought it up with my daughter or my son. And, uh, and so I don't know if uh, they're going to have uh, kids or not, but apparently they think we need to start practicing <laughs> because I've been having these grandpets things grandpets. going on yeah. uh, for years, and it's just – Really well, and my daughter sent me a text, uh, and this is so funny because it was just like 30 minutes ago that my son got two new tortoises. Oh boy! And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I looked them up, and they're the African spurge tortoises, uh-huh. which live up to 80 years and oh get gosh. up to 100 pounds. Wow! And uh, you know, because people will lose a dog, and they're like, "I'm never getting mm-hmm. another dog." You know, they don't last, and so my thought is, we'll get a Galapagos tortoise or something. They last 200 right. years. But then you get a tortoise going, I'm never getting another human. <laughs> you know, they don't last. You know? They don't last. No. Nope. So, I think that was one of the first pets funny. my kids got was, uh, and, and I remember because we weren't, you know, working in entertainment, you move a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I had um, 
didn't want any that they were young and didn't want any like that we couldn't move. So he wanted a frog. He was always in the mm. frogs and we were at the mall. And I don't know if you ever remember when they used to sell those little frogs at the mall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. And we got one and we were getting, and I asked the guy, how long do these things live? You know, <laughs> Oh, you'd be lucky if you get a year out of oh. it, you know, that frog lived live? like five or six <laughs> years or something. <laughs> I wanted to go uh, back and get my money. That is always the case. Yeah. That is always the case. My son, we got him uh, this ball python. We went to Holiday Inn up on 244, had this little reptile That show. already sounds sketchy. Nope. <laughs> it was very sketchy. <laughs> and so we buy him this ball python. And my daughter, well, since we're getting my son something, she won, you know. Yeah. But she ends up getting a sugar glider. And mm-hmm. sugar glider, what is it that? just smells like. You know, strong urine all the time. What's a sugar like, glider? So we, we had that for a month, maybe. What is a sugar uh, glider? It's it's kind of like a f- nocturnal flying possum from South yeah. America. Huh. And you have a fly. huge cage which doesn't uh, keep it from getting messy, you know. And even mm. my daughter wanted to get rid of that. But the <laughs> snake lives, is still alive. He's still, I still have wow. him here. Because really? when your oh kids gosh. get married and they move off the the, uh, the new bride, it's like, oh, here's another wedding present. And they're like, no, <laughs> you know, you can keep the snake at your house. You know, like it. How big is that snake now? Well, the ball pythons don't get that big. So maybe four feet long. Okay. Oh. And, uh, and so he's kind of an old man now. He's just kind of part of the family. But, his, how do you care? You know, he's probably 20, 25 years old or something. How, what's his name? Hobbs. Hobbs. Uh, my oh. son was into Calvin and Hobbs. Okay. Oh, that's cute. At the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so we named him Hobbs. And, uh, Does the sugar glider have a name? The, the, the sugar glider has been gone for years. So, mm. so, uh, uh, but we found a pet store that wanted him to, to resell him. Wow. So, uh, we just, we didn't keep him. The mm. weirdest, here's the deal. My daughter got married in uh, 2019. And so, 2018, she started going to Texas with her her uh, golden doodle Astro, and every time she would come back, she was like she'd have another animal. <laughs> and so she goes, "Well, I'm coming home, and I'm, I'm, I want to introduce y'all to Logan." And I'm like, "Oh, is that the fellow you're dating now?" She goes, "Oh no, that's his hound dog, you know." Oh my gosh. And so then she's got Astro and Logan. So then she, uh, you know, is coming home a few months later. She goes, "Oh, I'm, I'm bringing." Uh, you know, honey and precious with me. <laughs> and I'm like, now who are they? And then, uh, one time she actually came home and she had two dogs, two cats and a chicken in the car. Oh my gosh, they live, wow. She's married now. They live in big spring and, mm-hmm. uh, and something kept getting their chicken. So she had one left and she was determined nothing was going to happen to mm-hmm. Matilda. Uh-huh. And so she, she drives up and she's got a chicken <laughs> two cats and two dogs in the car, and we end up babysitting this chicken for a couple of weeks during the <laughs> pandemic. So well, it's my, like pandemic chicken. You know? funny. <laughs> yeah. How do you care for a chicken? Well, the uh, during the pandemic, my wife had this card table set up, and we would go out and get the mail, and we'd have gloves on, come in, and toss the mail in this cardboard box, and it just had the word mail written on the side, and it's big magic marker letters and then next to that would have a box of masks and some uh, gloves and so we walk in one day and Matilda has gotten up on the card table gotten in the 
mailbox and it's like you've got mail and uh she had a little egg in there and so we went over to tractor supply and got a nesting box and she'd come in every day and hop up on this card table and get in her nesting box and have an egg i think we ended up with maybe 10 eggs before she went back to west texas oh wow but uh but yeah, how do you care for a chicken? It's not, it's kind of gross because you're putting yeah. like sheets down mm-hmm. and then, uh, but I would open the back door and go out in the backyard. She'd follow me around. And I really think she was trying to become house trained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, how often? I would, I, I, I'm sorry. Go, uh, ahead. go ahead. The, uh, between baby, I've babysat, uh, chickens i've babysat her cats i've babysat my son's great danes mm. who have to sleep with you or there's one on either side of you <laughs> and uh and then they snore and mm-hmm. then they thrash around during the night so and he I- says well how was the how was the dog sitting on a scale of one to ten and i'm like well on the richter scale is <laughs> uh, about a nine mm-hmm. you know how often do you babysit, or sorry, pet sit? The, uh, well, let's see. The last time, uh, I'm getting ready to do the cast again uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And it's usually for stretches when they're going on long vacation. Oh, yeah. And so during the pandemic, really, you only had to keep mm-hmm. uh, the cats and the chicken. And then before that, when my son and his wife were doing some traveling, I kept the Great Danes. Uh, several times. Um, do you tell them it, that you need notice, like a two-week notice before you can babysit, or do they just drop them off on a whim? They, you know, I think we've kind of introduced that concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> but I'm not sure they're really adhering to that. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> but on, the, on, the, on the cats, as, as far as I know, uh, we may or may not be bringing them back Monday. We're going to go mm-hmm. to Norman. Oh, okay. Grandpa's, but uh, so in your lives, do your kids just drop off the grandkids? Are there guidelines or rules for that kind of thing? Uh, we usually talk in advance. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not a lot of um, rarely it, do they ask like spur of the moment. They mm-hmm. occasionally will check in because friends are throwing a party yeah, or something, and yeah. and they mm-hmm. want to know what we're doing. You mm-hmm. know, and and we we love. I mean, I do. Love. Whatever. I do too. <laughs> Hanging out with our kids. We do. We love, we mm-hmm. love the grandkid time. And, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, it's you, and fun. it's just, it, that's, there's that's never. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's so uh, entertaining. They're all in, are they in uh, Tulsa? Thankfully, yes. yes all in Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have one of my daughters who's, well, con- like- I'm sorry. I have one of my daughters who's contemplating getting a, an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, see, and I, I'm not. I would tell her yeah. no chickens. No well, chickens. Okay. I'll tell her that. No chickens. She's not married <laughs> yet either, so I'm not agreeable to that because, as you know, that means that when they do get married, there is the option that that gets. You know, like we said, we've had we've had a cat and a dog, at least, and a couple of different dogs, really, honestly, that uh, yeah ended up staying with us. And then, and then finally, I I'm allergic to cats, and nobody believed me forever. And and then I married someone with a cat, mm-hmm. and I have to live with it. So, uh, oh yeah. And I'm uh, sorry. And and it actually got out once, in for yeah. for about oh I think he he, he was, was gone, gone for, for two two, two, two months. months. 
And that's kind of scary. for two months. For yeah. two months, and he's declawed. And oh my goodness, that's yeah, very scary. He never had been outside. Well, the scarier part is he came back. He, and, no, he did not. <laughs> yes, he came back. He was he was found. One of our neighbors <laughs> actually kept uh, kept raccoon. Uh, traps. Not, a, not really a trap, but a yeah. You know, they're still alive and everything. They go into the little yeah, cage. Uh-huh. It's a trap. And, and one day she sends us a picture, picture of, of a... the cat and asked me if if this was the one. And I I contemplated saying no, just let it go. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and then uh, so then I text my wife and she was woo. Dan was there. Like, took off barefooted down the street. Uh, <laughs> and and it, well, this person just. Randomly keeps a live well, cat trap. In yeah, yard? well, that's weird. not cats, but raccoons. To yeah, because she has. Oh, cats. but it's for raccoons. That's yeah, right. okay. she has cats, and she tries to keep. Mm-hmm. You know, and she lets her cats out run around the neighborhood. Run around so. the neighborhood, and, and um, but I don't know when he came back. Have you ever seen the movie Pet Cemetery? Oh my gosh! It, he no, kind of like I'm that. A scaredy he, cat. He like <laughs> that. Yeah, that's my my thing. Is I'm allergic to cats, and then they're sneaky. You know. You take a nap on the couch and they come up to you. They don't growl like yeah. that. Yeah. He meows. He's very sweet. My daughter's cats, uh-huh. uh, they were, uh, they got gifted to her from her sister-in-law because mm-hmm. they were brand new cats. And then they're like, oh, uh, she gave us two new kittens. And I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> Here we go again. You know, and, 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 their, and their names we're like hunting and precious. So she brings them up and it just happened to coincide with about the time they needed to be fixed. So we thought, oh, okay, boy. we'll do the nice thing and take them to the vet. Yeah. And, uh, and so we take them to the vet and they were gone on a trip up to Colorado for a couple of weeks. So we had the cats the whole time. So we take them to the vet. Uh, they do what they're supposed to do. We go and pick them up and they, and they say, Oh, by the way, uh, these cats are really, uh, Hank and pepper. And it's like, what? And they're like, they're boy cats, you know? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I can't believe we, we didn't figure that out. When your kids ask you to pet sit, do they leave you a list of things to do and don't do? Because whenever we babysit, we get a uh-huh. list, which is fine. You know, it, it's helpful. It's helpful, so yeah. do they Do they give you a list of feeding instructions and things like that when they... Drop them off. Well, when we kept the Great Danes, mm-hmm. uh, I was really worried about because uh, the Great Dane had the first Great Dane had some heart uh, issues mm-hmm. and actually had better health insurance than I have. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. If if you have a health situation, just find out find an animal with the very same thing. Mm-hmm. And if he's got, and if you can get him good insurance, just take his medicine. Right. Because this <laughs> great, this great Dane was actually taking the very same, uh, had a tray with the very same medicine that Grandpa, who's still alive, that's eighty-five takes. Oh, right. oh know, wow. He had the same heart condition, but uh, oh my gosh. But he, he's not with us anymore. But but yeah, I, I was worried about him. But mm-hmm. otherwise, other animals, they'll say, "Well, do this or do that," and. You know, we're being, we're just good grandparents and we just do what we think mm-hmm. we should do. Do you they, know? uh, we, t- we feed them whatever we want to feed them. Yeah. Two thoughts is one is, um, do, um, do you feel obligated to spend more time with their pets than you would probably spend if they weren't their pets? Like if they were just your pets and hanging around the house. And, and then the other is, uh, do your children see their pets as children almost? 
Oh, they definitely see them as children. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're kind of pet people. So when they're here, you know, and the amazing thing is that we have two dogs and a cat. And they, they just uh, treat them like part of the family mm-hmm. because they know our kids so well. And so they bring these animals and everybody, it's just amazing. Everybody gets along great. The dogs and the cat yeah, even uh, get along with the uh, snake? Well, the snake is the outlier. So <laughs> <laughs> he's the one thing that doesn't socialize with right. the rest of the group. Right. And so in all these years, my wife has never held the snake. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't probably either. within six feet of it. You do, know. do you take it out every now and then? Uh-huh. You know, I need to be better about that. We used to do that quite a bit, and uh, mm. and not not so much anymore. I really need to because because they're pretty docile. Mm-hmm. Ball pythons are. My my son for a while had a uh, albino Burmese python. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! And yeah, and those just they don't ever stop growing. Oh my gosh. And so it got where if we wanted to take him out to feed him, we had to get these really sick gloves on because you oh. don't want him to strike you if yeah. he's like overly hungry or something. Oh and my gosh. Him out. That sounds scary. And we ended up taking him to a flea market. Somebody bought him for $200 at a flea Whoa. market. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But at one point, we, you know, this whole pet sitting thing I brought on myself because. <laughs> Uh, my wife and I both, I mean, this is like trying to psychoanalyze ourselves, mm-hmm. but my wife and I both had pets given away during our childhood that, you know, oh, that we were very right. upset about. Mm-hmm. And so when we had our own lives, we're like, okay, we're going to do what we want to do. At one point we had 14 pets. We had rose tarantulas. Oh, we wow. had a sugar glider, iguanas, mm-hmm. snakes, cats, dogs, guinea pigs, hamsters. Uh, and so I bought the this whole we grandparent those. pet thing on myself because then my kids grew up at Leslie's home. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we're still going to keep doing the same thing right. that mom and dad did. We had mm-hmm. some of those, like you mentioned there just now, but we called the exterminator. Do you have a, re- a referral you can make? Them? <laughs> I always thought a hermit crab uh, would be a good pet. I don't know about that. They kind of stink, but I always thought they, well, they don't do anything. They're just in a shell. They're just chill. But yeah, I was they're curious. Kind of, they're kind of meditative, aren't they? You mm-hmm. just stare at them and kind of relax. Yeah, and, they're just very chill. Is it, do you, like, like, I'm just going to get the lava lamp mm-hmm. and <laughs> <Right>. hermit crab <laughs> yeah. and just kind of do some deep breathing exercises. <laughs> right. So, so do you become a grandparent like... You know, with our grandkids, we probably let them do stuff that we didn't let our kids do. Do you let their pets do stuff you wouldn't let your pets do? Obviously, when you let the dog sleep with you. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, they, they do that at their house. So we're doing what? I mean, they when it's a great Dane that's like 150 pounds, <laughs> they don't really give you a choice. You know? Right. <laughs> These dogs are so spoiled. <laughs> Just so. I mean, I remember one night they were kind of in a disagreement about which one was going to be on which side of me. I had to go to a different bed, you know, <laughs> you know so that's me by myself and they're on either side of me. Mm. And, and I, John's you know, not it's a like big guy. Either. You can, if you had to, you're in an accident and you had to be in traction, you can either pay high medical bills or you can just get two great names <laughs> on both sides of you. Cause I could not move. <laughs> and I was just stuck there. Well, the way you describe but, the boa, that's kind of my, uh, um, 
my line for pets that if you have mm. to wear protective gear. Yeah, that would be mine. Probably. <laughs> that would be my cut off right there. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. That's a, that's a very reasonable, that is very reasonable. Uh, I, have my, I have my limit. Criteria. <laughs> yeah. 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 But we're probably more careful with their pets because we don't want something to happen under mm-hmm. our watch. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, if you need a chair and a so, whip, that's probably not going to be a good pet. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, but it's been a it's been a wild experience. I mean, my daughter. I told her one day, if you drove up with a llama in the car, I said, I said I would not bat an eye. I said we're past the point of me ever being surprised (laughs) what animal you might bring home, you know. And then ask me to to babysit, and you know, and the golden doodle. I got to thinking the other day. Uh, that this whole thing has gone crazy. They got golden doodles, labradoodles, cheapa doodles. Mm-hmm. They have schnoodles. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now they're going to come out with a thing. It's a poodle doodle. It's where you take a poodle and you breed it with another poodle. Huh. And the, what? Poodle, and the poodle's going to go, wow, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're going to make what? me be with her? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we look just alike. That's weird. Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds funny. Uh, well, so so what it, what it, what do you think there'll ever be a day when you'll actually might have a grandchild, and then how will you feel about a grandchild coming over instead of a pet? The uh, I think I would be very welcoming to that. Yeah. You know. Uh, although I don't know, you know, since my uh, career life in the insurance world was with all it was all homeowner related accidents liability claims boat accidents trampoline accidents gunshot accidents slip and falls all kinds of stuff and so uh, part of me and i'd like to know your input on this part of me is like oh this if i had a real child grandchild it would just be something i would have to sit and worry about all the time Mm-hmm. Or you don't worry as much maybe about a pet. So that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. I'm only somehow my kids have survived the fact that when they would be doing something, I would say, you know, well, be careful doing that. I had this claim, and, <laughs> or don't do that. I had this claim once. We had our trampoline in the backyard, and my daughter was double jumping with a, the neighbor girl, and I walked outside, and just immediately the neighbor girl was jumping up and down mocking me. I had a claim. I had a claim. (laughs) (laughs) But somehow they survived my worries about that. I I was Mm -hmm. up on the roof one day to repair the roof, and on the edge of the roof, the decking had, like, collapsed, and there's a soft spot. And I'm asking my daughter, I'm like, Lacey, what what the heck is, you know, this is weird what I found on the roof. And she goes, oh, Dad, we, we never told you, but, when y'all were gone, we would pull the trampoline to the edge of the house and jump off the roof onto the trampoline. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> didn't tell me that. Yeah. But do you, did you have a claim for that? Had you ever seen that claim? No. No. I actually didn't. <laughs> I think, but you no. know, when they're, um, I think we're very cautious with our grandchildren. We, mm-hmm. we watch. I, I, well, I guess one of the, one of the, uh, stories I guess that I could that mo- most recent that I can remember that I think that's my niece uh, when she had her first child 
and she brought she brought the family for one of my kids' weddings, and the baby was only maybe not even a month old. Um, and they, uh, they, they, they. I said I wanted to hold him, and uh, they said, "Okay, but you gotta, you know, you gotta get your arm because her and her partner are both nurses, and they're like, you, you uh-huh. gotta hold, you know, mm-hmm. with his head this way." And it, and uh, hey, I, I have four, four. kids, you know, I, kids. I've done this before. <laughs> I remember then, that with my mom. I remember. Uh, my son and taking him up to to mom and the first it was one of the first times she ever watched him while we went out to dinner or something uh-huh. and I think we were in Norman at the time and they were in Oklahoma City and we went up there and and I just remember giving all these instructions on the diaper changing mm-hmm. and she just looked at me like uh, you know I think I've done this before, this before. Yeah. I, I, I have four children I think mm-hmm. I've done it. Yeah, well, when I, I was down recently for my when we went down for my dad's 80th birthday, we're out in the front yard because people are doing you know drive by mm-hmm. happy birthdays and stuff and uh, and uh, my nephew, the one that I had to worry about holding so much, my niece, mm-hmm. or my my great nephew, uh, mm-hmm. my my niece who now has four three kids, three yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um, I said hey. He he's out he's in the street. Down the street, you know. Like, oh, he's fine. He knows where he's going. You know, like you know. Now we got three kids. It doesn't matter as much, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so you know that's. If this is off to that topic. This is off that topic, but that reminds me of an insurance claim I was working once. I was down in the Chickasha area. I'm on this dirt road, and there's this giant giant bull, black bull, right in the middle of the road, where I had to kind of pull over to the side, and then there's this house over there, and I walk over to the house, because one of the things with these claims I would get would be farmers, that their cows got out, and then the auto hit them, and then the auto people were going to, of course, try to sue the farmer, Mm -hmm. and and I said, oh, hey, I said, there's this huge black bull just right out there in the middle of the road. And they go, oh, he's out there all the time. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like this. It was a very seldom traveled dirt road. And it's like, oh, no, he always goes. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has a different, you know, common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's everything's cool. Yeah. Well, man, we really I like that you. phrase. Did you say a different common? Yeah. Yeah, I've I haven't heard that. I like that. That's really nice. Yeah, it's you know, it's we talk about I talk about that with um, lots of people. Is, you know, that, that everybody everybody's life like like we could never ever have a snake in our house. Oh my gosh, no! Like, he yeah. ate my cat. Much less think of you know you having one for well, years. Well, now he. I, I don't know if I clarified. He is in a cage. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. They can't get out. <laughs> yeah, I There's get a that. possibility they could get out. I get that. Yeah, everybody has Well, you actually do. Like, uh, we have these uh, little weights that go on our barbell. Uh-huh. And those are, uh, there is a latch on the cage, but we do put those on top of the Oh, yeah. Still on to. top. Because uh, it kind of functions as a guest room now. It's my son's room. But mm. we've had people stay there. And they're like, wow, during the night, that snake was like, Hitting that door. Oh my gosh, know, no. To get out. <laughs> yeah, my they're, nightmare. They're nocturnal, pretty much, you know, for mm-hmm. and, feeding habits and stuff. But. And then, yeah, that's the other thing is I've seen people feed their snakes before and it's not. Like, yeah, live know. rats. It's one of my first, my kid's first animal was a, a white rat. So, yeah. 
Yeah. They make pretty good beds, you know. Uh-huh. Until dinner time. Until dinner time, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, once my when my daughter was real little, uh some I don't know how I phrased it, but it was something about feeding the snake dinner. And so somehow she thought I was thought that she said that we he was wanting to have her over for dinner. Have the mouse <laughs> over for dinner. Like oh you know, she didn't realize the mouse was the dinner. <laughs> and once she actually saved the mouse out of the cage because she had no f- fear of anything, but she just grabbed the mouse away mm-hmm. and, wow. and, and, uh, took him to her room and named him lucky. And he lived about a year. Wow, he lived yeah. a long time. Uh-huh. And you yeah. could even go out, she would take him to the grandparents and out on the farm and she'd be out behind the house and she'd put lucky down and say, here, lucky. And the mouse would come over to wow. her. He wouldn't like scurry, scurry off anywhere. Oh my gosh. So, uh, well, it sounds like, you know, your your experience as a grandparent is a little more like Tiger King, but uh, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Dang. I had that. <laughs> oh, you stole my line. But I'm just it's my starter kit. And then, you know, maybe by the time I get a human uh human baby, uh, you know, I'll have I'll have seen a lot of different things, you mm-hmm. know. I don't well, know if it'll help me or not. Yeah, I can tell you it's um and, you know, from raising my kids, I, I loved being a dad and I loved having kids. And I know that one one of the things I remember was after we had our first three that are boys, um, you know, the thought entered my mind. And I did think about, well, how much love do I have left for another mm-hmm. child, you know? And then, then the oh, moment I saw my daughter appear, it was, you know, it's like, man, you just have this infinite amount for your children. And and when you have grandchildren. That's that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Thanks. And when you have grandchildren, I think, you know, you you watch, because as a parent, you feel completely responsible for everything in their life, you know. and uh, Mm -hmm. But as a grandparent, you're allowed to watch them Mm -hmm. grow and watch them experience and learn and it's just the greatest thing i mean mm-hmm. we sometimes you know we take now we have video on our phone and i was i was with the kids i was like someone who videoed everything and and for christmas uh last year mm-hmm. i was i was trying to collect all their videos and it turned out to be i can't even tell you how many like 40 hours of videos or something crazy oh, yeah. like that and mm-hmm. so i'm still going through them to try to collect them and organize them all for them but uh, you know, we'll take pictures. You have to be a grandparent nowadays. You have to be a filmmaker like you are. Right. I'm yeah. kidding. And yeah. you just whip out the phone mm-hmm. and you can, and, and we just, whenever we, you know, need a chuckle, we just watch, watch a, a video. Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> well, it's your level, like say when you're keeping them and your kids aren't there and it's just the grandkids. How do you compare your level of concern or worry as compared to when your kids were that same age? Is that, What's the are those two experiences like in comparison? A five year old grandchild right there in front of you, or a five year old kid there in front? Of you? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I, go ahead. Right. I think the difference is, as I mentioned just a minute ago, is that uh, as a parent, you're constantly worried. As a grandparent, you know they're coming over at two o'clock, so right. you can plan. And they usually get picked up by noon mm-hmm. the next day. Mm-hmm. So you can plan that entire time oh, yeah. for fun and safety. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, know, sure. you know, so you, you got everything planned out and there's not like, a, you know, where you so less to, of the unexpected. Right. Right. Events. 
just of, and then each one's different. Like we have a grandson that uh, he's five, and he, uh, yeah, I, I went in one day. I thought we were playing a game, and I went in the into the kitchen to get some uh, some solo cups so we could stack them and bowl them over, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I hear him scream, and he had climbed up on top of our dining room table, which is you know like a higher one, and hit his head on the chandelier. So I mean, and it was like. Boom, like, like that. seconds. Just a second. Yeah, right? yeah. just, yeah, just enough time for you to look away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what what we didn't, we, maybe we just touch on it real quickly, was like, what was what was your kid's grandparents' experience or your grandparents' experience? Like your kids with your uh, parents. and You know, it was so totally different. I had a weird grandparent experience compared to my wife and to my kids. I only had one grandparent in... Uh, and she was just really poor in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I really can't remember. I can't, And I've gone through this in my head before, but I can't for the life of me remember us having a conversation ever yeah. about yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. And in my, some of it might have been when we'd go down to Broken Bow in the summer, then you just cut you loose and you just run through the town. Mm-hmm. And I had all these cousins and it was just plain and plain. And I remember asking my mom once, I said, does, does Granny, does she, is it okay that, you know, I play with Vance and, and Frank and all the, the, Beth and all the cousins and all that? And she said, no, she likes it. But she was just very stoic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so I really didn't get to have a grandparent experience. So I was so thrilled that, that, uh, that my kids got to have a, just a, a wonderful experience with my parents and, mm-hmm. And with Sandy's parents. Actually, the weird thing is that Sandy's grandparents sort of became my grandparents. When they started dating mm-hmm. in college, uh-huh. I think, in my mind, they sort of became my surrogate grandparents. And her granddad lived to his mid-90s. Uh-huh. And uh, and her, her grandma almost lived that age. But they lived out in the country east of Norman. And I'd help them snap peas and dig potatoes. And... Uh, once her grandma was like, well, John, come here. I want to show you something. She called me into the kitchen table and, and sat down. And then she grabbed the tablecloth and pulls it back. And there's this big drum underneath that was full of this home, homemade wine. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, uh, but it was just a, a wonderful experience. So in a sense, my grandparent experience was almost through my wife's grandparents. And then my kids, they... They got to have this wonderful experience where they'd go to the country and just do all kinds of fun, adventurous things with my wife's parents. Mm-hmm. They'd go to my parents, and it was a little more formal. In fact, a lot more formal because when I was growing up, you had to have your hand on your lap, and you had to put the fork and the knife in the right spot beside your plate, mm-hmm. and you had to ask to be excused to leave the table. And uh, I remember in boot camp in Fort Polk in one of the first experiences of eating and the, the drill sergeant coming through and he's like, get your hand out of your lap. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so it was not as relaxed as my parents, but my kids got to experience kind of a fullness of different cultures and different attitudes and, 
Yeah, I think and, you need uh, all you need all of that to be as well well rounded as possible. I like the story of my dad. You know, you talk about formalities. My dad was uh-huh. was Navy and one of eight children. And when we were growing up, oh my goodness, he would um, for one he'd have us clean the bathroom, but we could only use three sheets of paper Paper towels towels. you know so there was like a a Uh preciseness of a way that we had to do it in order to use those you know like like Uh you you would start with cleaning the mirror then the counter and Mm -hmm. then and then the the tub and the the toilet and the floor and then you know and there there was a a, a, like a list hilarious how you had to do it and then the other thing that i remember was he would uh if we bought chips, you could only eat one flavor of chips at a time. So if you had three bags, you know, you had some Lay's and mm-hmm. some Fritos and some Cheetos, you could only eat from one bag and not open the others, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't open all the bags at once. Right. right. So when I went off that to college. kind of sounds like my dad. When I went off he to was, college, I, I first thing I did was I called my dad and said, guess what, dad? I got three bags of chips and a beer and I'm eating all of them. <laughs> eating out of all of them. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, I'm a sinner. <laughs> my dad was a Depression-era dad because my dad was older than most of my friends' dads. Mm-hmm. But he was that way. You better turn off the light when you leave the bedroom. You know, uh, you know, you, you know, we never had pop, no candy. You know, you just, you just were very careful with spending and with, and, uh, like the paper towel thing, like you're talking about. And, and, but as, but right. as a grandpa, my dad is more like, um, I don't know. It, it's, it's a comedian. We're never allowed to say his name anymore because of what he did, what he did. later in his life. But, uh, he used to do uh-huh. a bit about when his parents would come over and they'd be giving his grandkids money mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. his kids money. And they'd be like, who is this person? Right. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and you know my dad that he's that way with the grandkids mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. Yeah, everything's good everything's cool mm-hmm. it's like wow how come i didn't get treated that way right so. right yeah. <laughs> but uh I had the man very, we, we i'm sorry uh, nothing i was just gonna say i had the very formal grandparents too just one side yeah well man we've kept you, you longer than we normally do our guests but you were just so much fun and enjoyed uh, yeah, you know. uh same here same here this was a lot of fun thank you so much and yeah, uh, thank you and, so and uh i can't wait to see the movie when it comes out and thanks again for having me in it for having me today and, it, you'll and be i looking. look forward to working together on other projects in the in the future of mine Absolutely. and yours and uh It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Look for John Fennell on the movie The Prayer List. It should be out anytime now. And, John, do you have, like, Facebook or website where people could come see if they could find you or to call you? to? Yeah. to, to well, I, I'm, I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, just my name, John Fennell, F-A-N-N-E-L-L. And then I do have a Facebook, but I really uh, I don't do much with it. Gotcha. They can find me on that. Uh, I'll just give put my email out there if that's okay. Sure. Uh, it's jwfinell at gmail dot com, and Fennell again is F A N N E L L, and so jwfinell dot com. And uh, I'd love to hear from anybody, and love to connect with people on Instagram. And uh, and so uh, you got anything yeah. on YouTube or anything where they can see your your comedy or anything? Yeah, there's a, a thing on YouTube that I, I kind of, uh, 
use as sort of a, for an acting reel, and there's some comedy on it as well. Mm-hmm. So I have some different clips from uh, from some different TV and movie things I've been in, and then I have a, a, there's a couple of clips on there of some stand-up at the Brady Theater as well. well so, uh, John Finnell, if, if you're yeah. looking for someone to, you know, you have a have a public event or you have a even like a work event that you like to you know kind of kind of reward the your employees that i would tell you that he's definitely the the guy to have and you really have a great time with him thanks a lot john thank you for thank you thank being you on the show. and for everybody out there listening thank you again so much for yes, being grandparents you. with us and we'll see you next follow time. us on facebook <laughs> <laughs>